0: So if I could tell you right now when and how you were going to die, you'd be like, laid on me.
1: Oh, you're going to bleed out through your erection being cut off.
0: Welcome to Movie and the father and son podcast that does it all for the nookie.
1: (laughs) Did it all for the nookie. What? The nookie. What? The nookie. (laughs) So you could take that cookie. And and shove it up your Eh. ass. That's such
0: a stupid line. You know what? You know, Limp Biscuit in the 90s,
1: kind of cool. Chocolate starfish. Well, kind of (laughs) cool. It's still cool. But
0: you look back on it and you're like, "Eh." Yeah. yeah, I own two of their CDs. I mean, I, not that I play CDs anymore, but Fred Durstman, the lead singer, he was huge there for a while, and there was rumors that he'd bang Christina Aguilera and Britney and stuff like that, and <laughs> I don't know if he did or not. He, uh, he released a sex tape, because uh, he was trying to stay relevant, mm-hmm. and it was terrible. It was embarrassingly bad. So I heard. Oh. So I heard it was bad. So Let's I, ask mom. I really have no idea. I really have no idea. All right. Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. hmm Episode 37? Yep. I don't know why I feel like I have to say the episode number every time.
1: The structure, I guess. I, I kind of like it. Okay. Even though I don't ever know how to reply to it. Well, I know, unless it's like 100 or 50 or something like that, it's like, uh, all right. Uh, well, we're just going to have a special announcement for those. Like, episode 100, 100, 100. And there's gonna be applause and like confetti poppers Mm -hmm. and firework noises.
0: And a live studio audience. Yeah. All right, well, let's get on with it. You know what time it is. It's lobby time with Vince and Jack. everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This is a time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're gonna be talking about, but it's still important enough to warrant some airtime. Why are you smiling at me over there? I don't know, because you're kind of looking at me. I, all right. So I, I got a question. For? Well, we're, we're in sweatshirt weather these days, and so I always wear a sweatshirt over a shirt. Mm-hmm. Like I put on a T-shirt, and then I pull the sweatshirt over the T-shirt. But every time I like take off my shirts... There's black fuzz from the sweatshirt in my belly button. How does it penetrate the shirt that I'm wearing underneath to get to my belly button? I
1: have the same issue,
0: and it's just weird. I guess this lobby time is more of a, I need some answers, and so I'm asking the listening public, how does the fuzz from a new sweatshirt get in your belly button? When when, there's
1: a shirt in between your belly button and the fuzz.
0: Yeah, there's a barrier. I just can't fathom how that happens. It's one of life's magical mysteries. And
1: David Blaine might be our only uh, hope. He
0: might. He can levitate himself on over here and, and teach us how it's done. So, do you believe in real magic? No. Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, not really. Do you believe in the Tooth Fairy? No. no.
1: For ghosts, I'm more skeptical, but if I'm going to go into a place and the preface is that it's haunted and it's a creepy place, I'm going to be very scared. I'm going to be freaked out. Like, I don't not believe in them to the point where I could walk in a creepy place that's supposedly haunted and not want to wet myself every time I heard a creak. But in everyday life, I don't think about that shit at all. They used to
0: have a show on MTV. It was called Fear or something like that. and they had showed a, me it. And they had a group of a kid. kids that they would uh, take and they would rig cameras up to them and the cameras would be on their face and, it, and they would send them into places like old mental institutions mm. that had been closed like 30 <laughs> yeah. years ago. And they would give them dares like, you have to go sit in a cell for like 30 minutes with radio silence. And I'm telling you, man. Pure black. Yeah. Those guys were freaking out. And they were hearing some things. And I don't know, man. I think most of it is your imagination. Or the producers fucking with you. I don't know how much I believe anything (laughs) like that. But that was a really cool show. And I I can't really find it. I I wish there was like a... A streaming thing where you could just find all the things that used to be on. Cause yeah. we, we found one on YouTube
1: one time, but it the was really quality was bad quality. and it'd just be cool to watch shows like that. And uh this is kind of a little bit off topic, but still pertains it's lobby time, dude. Ouija boards. Yeah. What well, do you think of that? Complete bullshit. Yeah, it's like it like people are like definitely don't fuck around with that. It's even though Hasbro makes them it's not a toy or whatever. <laughs> right. And it's like, okay, I would totally play with one. And it's just going to be nobody moves it. Because none of my friends are the type to really do that unless we've been doing it for like 25 minutes and jack shits happen. Then they're going to spill out like suck my cock or something on right. it.
0: Right. Well, what if it's... You know, fucking stupid. So if you have to suck a ghost cock, would it be the ghost of Millie Vanilli? And you just get down and <laughs> just Bruno it? You,
1: you can't suck a ghost cock. It's going to phase right through the back of your head. Bruno would beg to differ on that. <laughs> well, I didn't see the ghost. Well, but it, if he was just pretending? It
0: came all over his face. You clearly saw it. There was no cum. He was fingering his butthole. <laughs> I mean, ghost cum is, is clear. It's it's liquidy. It's, well, transparent, just like the ghost
1: is. He got spunkin' in his eye. Yeah, ghost spunk. That's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good scene, though. Didn't take us long to get here, did it? See, Vince then- doesn't hate, hate those movies. He hates them for the most part, but we'll talk about him outside of the podcast We'll reference moments whenever we're like out together getting food or something. We'll talk about it. It just comes up in conversation now. Look, <laughs> I said it in both of
0: the shows we did on the Sasha Baron Cohen movies that it had some parts, it had some moments, but overall, did I like it? I did not. <laughs> but the characters stick with you forever. They stick with you forever. That's that's for sure. Kind of like uh, kind of like hepatitis C, herpes. Yeah. You came home last night, and I was flipping channels, and I saw that Ollie G was on, so I flipped it on. We
1: watched this some Dude, of it. Dude,
0: I don't know how Sasha Baron Cohen got another movie deal, because that was just god-awful.
1: That one was in 2002, and I do believe Borat was 08, Man. and that Bruno was 09. It was,
0: so, Ollie G was...
1: <laughs> it, it was it was a garbage fire compared. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, you got anything else for the lobby? No. Well, let's
0: head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie.
1: Okay, so today's movie came out in 2006. It's rated R. It has a runtime of 93 minutes. Nice and short. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 43, while the audience gave it a 57. IMDB gave it a score of 5.8 out of 10. And for the Mormon Mothers... I didn't read into the um, the violence parts because I've never seen this. Oh boy! Okay. Uh, is this Bloodfart Lake? No. Okay. Good. So the Mormon mothers tell us that a teenage boy wears a necklace in the shape of a nude woman and licks its breast, and that there's a ton of violence throughout the movie. Uh, this movie is called Final Destination Three. <laughs> I'm going to be lost because I haven't seen Final Destination 1 or 2. No, I I read a a top five list, and they said 3 was the best.
0: So Final Destination, I feel like, is one of those movies... You know uh, what they are. You've seen them. They've been around. I kind of remember something about Final Destination 1. Do they know how their deaths are going to be, or... I can't...
1: There's something weird about it. I've never seen any of them. Okay.
0: It's just so weird. The
1: movies you pick, (laughs) there seems to be no rhyme or reason. Yeah, it's just (laughs)
0: bizarre. You know, we, it's just really, really strange. We saw 1917, which is up for um, best motion picture in the Academy Awards. We follow that up with Borat. Then I pick The Gentleman, which is a brand new relevant movie. And then you follow up with Final Destination 3. That's the kind of stuff you get here on Movie Muggin. You just never know what you're going to get. Yeah. The golden variety.
1: Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Bronze at best. Uh, No, that's not even... (laughs) No.
0: All right, so Final Destination 3 it is. Let's take a movie mug and pause. There is someone walking
1: behind you. (laughs) That's a good song. And it's fitting.
0: And we're back after watching Final Destination number three.
1: Yep. I think there's five.
0: (laughs) Really? I mean, I guess that's a concept that you could just continue doing. Well, let me give it a quick 50-cent tour. Not too hard. There's a teenage girl, and she has a premonition of something going horribly wrong on a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. She freaks out. She gets off. She gets uh, some other people off, like in an indirect way. And then the other people who stay on die just like she thought they were going to die. Yep. And then, evidently, Death is after the other people who escaped, and Death
1: goes after them, like... In order. Yeah, in order of how they got on the roller coaster. In order of how they would have died. So if Tommy died first, then he's going to go. And then, oh, Blank was sitting behind him and died next. Oh, then they're going to die next. And so they're trying to, like, figure out the puzzle.
0: So whose 50-cent tour is this, anyway? I'm just just curious. I'm pretty sure I said I'm going to give the 50-cent tour, but you know what? Um, But you're lackluster. Yeah, I'll just take my earbuds out, and uh, you just fucking finish the podcast. Okay. (laughs) It'd probably be probably a little bit better. Anyway, she's been taking pictures, because I guess it's senior night here at this theme park, and somehow these pictures hold the clues to how the people are going to die next. Mm -hmm. And more or less they do. Except sometimes she's able to intervene and cheat death, and then it skips and goes to somebody else. And it goes to like the next person in but, line. But here's the thing death is coming for them all. Yep. Uh, let me see what the internet has to say. This is from IMDb. Six years after a group of high school students first cheated death, I guess that was yeah. final destination one or two, another teen has a premonition that she and her friends will be involved in a horrifying roller coaster accident. When the vision proves true, the student and her fellow survivors must deal with the repercussions of cheating the Grim Reaper. Mm -hmm. So I think I remember the first one. The first one was the whole airplane. And I do remember when that came out, seeing the previews of the guy like, don't get on the airplane, and he and his friends didn't get on the airplane. I just remember that from the previews. I never never saw any of the Final Destinations.
1: I didn't realize they were referencing an old movie, because after it all happened the closest friend of the girl who had the premonition did some research and was like, the same thing happened. There was a flight 180, and this dude had a premonition, had to take people off, and there were seven of them, just like us, who got off. And those people died in the order they would have died on the plane crash. And she didn't buy it at first, but then, of course, shit happens. Yeah, so then once she realizes it, It's a race against
0: the Grim Reaper to save her friends, and Mm -hmm. she's not very good at it because they just start dying and start dying and keep (laughs) dying. Some of them weren't
1: even her friends. Yeah, that's true. They're just people in her grade, like
0: class. (laughs) Yeah. So if there were people in your grade that you went to school with and you knew they were going to die, are there some that you would just be like, no, that's a shame?
1: A lot. (laughs) There would be a, yeah, (laughs) sorry about that. I I guess that's like passive homicide, but... (laughs) <laughs> the, the, no one would believe me anyway. You know, everybody's gone to school with a handful
0: of those people that it's like, yeah, Sorry about <laughs> you, Chad. I'll uh, I'll save Heather. She's next. But, sorry, uh, Derek. <laughs> Derek. Have you ever had any what you feel like premonitions or
1: deja vu? Uh, deja vu, yeah. Where I feel like I've done the exact same thing before. Mm-hmm. Or you're, like, hearing the same thing or seeing the same thing. That's a fucking freaky feeling, and I don't know what that's all about. Deja Vu doesn't really freak me out. It's more of like, oh, that's weird. Very weird. It's just such a weird feeling where there's, like, a weird bit of nostalgia in it when there shouldn't even be But
0: Yeah, it's like you've been there before, you've had that conversation before, and I just wonder if that's your brain's way of, like, giving you premonitions. I I have a feeling, like, when you're dreaming and when you're asleep, your brain's doing some pretty fantastic things. And I think some of it could be, maybe future telling. I, fuck, I don't know how.
1: I have no idea how it works. But
0: it's like future telling, though, because if you've lived it in your dream and then you live it in real life, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. it's like it's like you don't remember all your dreams because sometimes I'll have like really vivid dreams and I can only remember little parts of them to say, you know, what happened in my dream. So if you like dreamed it and it stayed in your subconscious, and then later on when something happened. And your brain's like, fuck. We've we've heard this before. We've done this before. Doesn't that mean that your brain has already looked into the future or something? I, I don't
1: if know, it man. It could be pure coincidence because I don't have deja vu, but every like four or five months. Yeah, no, like I, once every four or five I'm, months. I mean, it might be like
0: once every three or four years for me. I just it doesn't happen very often. But when it does, it's fucking freaky as hell. And it's I've usually never been freaked out by it. Well. At the very least, you've been like, whoa, what the fuck, man? (laughs) Yeah. What is... Yeah. And then you just kind of wait and you see, okay, what's the next thing? Is that going to be part of it? But it's only just like a couple seconds and then it's kind of like, all right. Pretty much gone. That was weird. Like I said, she took a lot of pictures and there was clues in the pictures of how people were going to die. And one of the guys who was on the list to die, he was like, you know what? I don't want to see my picture. I don't want to know. I just... Because then I'd just be obsessing over it. I'd be freaking out over it. Exactly. And you were like, <laughs> I would want to know immediately.
1: Yeah, I would have, if I were the girl, I would have looked at mine instantly because she didn't look at hers until it was possible that hers was coming up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And same with the dude who didn't want to see his. I would have looked immediately. So if I could tell you right now when and how you were going to die, you'd be like, lay it on me. No, it's not like that. They were like really weird clues. A dude was walking past the fan. And so he died in a Rube Goldberg of an engine shooting out of a semi <laughs> and the fan blade on it chopping his brain up. There were a lot that of... That is not... <laughs> the, the clues are very vague and I would like to look at it and be like, okay, how am I going to die from this? It's more of like an eye spy rather than, oh, you're going to bleed out through your erection being cut off in two days. Time or whatever. No, I don't want to hear that. Well, I'd hate to see what pictures they took of you if it had something to do with an, <laughs> an erection. There would just be like someone's like cutting their like their hot dog up, and I'm walking by oh, in the perfect spot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was entertained the whole time. I was too. It kept my attention better than the gentleman and 1917. Well, it was certainly better than Borat, <laughs> without a doubt. Well, but that's not saying much. We sat down to watch this, and I said, either way. This movie is going to be entertaining. I mean, you knew what it was going to be. I, I this is one of those movies that you just know, even if the acting is terrible. Uh, the premise, I like the premise a lot. It's to be honest, I like. It's the, not bad. I like the death coming for everybody, and they don't take themselves too seriously. Obviously, like a bunch of tools falling on a forklift perfectly to make it drive <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. a certain spot. Yeah, nope, <laughs> they don't take themselves too seriously. So there's a little bit. It's not necessarily comic relief, but it's it serves as comic relief because it's like it's goofy.
0: There's a lot of bit there's a not a little bit, there's a lot of bit of yeah, okay. Really?
1: It, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> but you're smiling when you're saying it. You're yeah. not you're not frowning. Again,
0: you you sit down, knowing what it's gonna be like. Like if you go see The Gentleman or you go see Nineteen Seventeen and you just you go into those movies thinking Okay, this could be a really great movie and stuff like that. You sit down for Final Destination one, two, three, four, or five.
1: You know what you're getting.
0: You're into. not gonna be like, okay, this is gonna be a great movie. You're like, okay, this might be entertaining and it might be worth the time.
1: Some good gore too. Then zoom bad. in all over it. It just happened. Some girl got shot
0: with a nail gun in the back of the head that and was, it came through the front of her head and, and she, her face. Yeah, and she had like her hand in front of her head, Ugh. so some of it went into her hand. That was gross. Yeah, that was one of the most gruesome deaths, I think.
1: Well, her boyfriend That thing fell on him and chopped him in half, like, diagonally through the torso. Yeah. That was pretty rough looking.
0: uh, But of all the deaths, I guess, well, there's two girls that that burned while they were in tanning beds. They got locked in tanning beds. beds. That'd be a pretty horrible way to, to burn.
1: Yeah, and yeah, a you, pretty you, horrible way to die. You mean? Well, Burnley yeah, was
0: pretty bad either way. Yeah, that would definitely be a horrible way to die because they were locked in there, and it kept getting hotter and hotter and hotter, and you could see them starting to blister and and their like blisters popped and shit. Yeah, that's probably the worst way out of all of them.
1: Yeah, I'd rather die from getting launched off a roller coaster and instantly being decapitated well, by some metal pole or something. You know, I
0: think. Like even at the Six Flags near our house, they have that Superman ride that just shoots you up in the air and then you kind of bounce down and it shoots yeah, you back up again. One. There was somewhere where it like was a in kid, Connecticut. kid
1: got decapitated on it, right? Uh, oh. Or lost a leg or something. It was lost a leg. Me and my friends used to like make stories about that. But but it, but it really happened. No, yeah. So uh, that's why I didn't ride it for a really, really long time because in some other state in the north, I thought it was Connecticut. A girl got her leg caught in it, and it ripped it fucking ripped her leg off.
0: Like I can't really see how that could happen. But, Me neither. But, but like I heard it from adults too, so I kind of so it believe like, it's true, not just yeah. urban legend. But you can't help but like get on rides every now and then and go, huh? If something went <laughs> that wrong, bar looks this a little loose. Like when I was in Germany, they used to set up these like little fests on our base, and they were the kind that they'd come in, they'd put together, you'd stay for, they'd stay for a couple days, and and then they'd fast. take them apart. Yeah, and we were riding on one one time that was just kind of spinning you around in the air, and, of course, we were drunk like we always were in the Army, and I was on there with a with a guy, and I was videotaping because fucking they didn't care in Germany, so I had the video camera in my hand, and he's like, oh, I hear some bolts popping, I hear some bolts popping, and it was kind of making some sounds like, I don't know, man. I, like I'm about to get slung out into another country. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and there was another one that just went like, you were standing up. And it went around and around and around, and and it tilted as it did that too. But all that was in front of you was like a chain. Like, there was nothing that really held you in. It was so dangerous. And th- those ones that just set up in a parking lot for like a weekend or something, and you see some of the people who work at those little fests, and you're just yeah. like, these guys just got out of prison or something. This is the yeah. only job they can get. They don't give a fuck. They're They're not worried about tightening those bolts. And how often are those things inspected? How often do people come out there and just, you know... It, like, the health department goes into restaurants. How often does somebody come out and just really go over all these things with you a fine-tooth sure no comb? not die. <laughs> exactly. I'm surprised not more people die at those little things.
1: And what I—those stories that I said me and my friends did about the Superman, we were saying, like, what if a girl got her ponytail stuck in it and it, like, shot straight down? And she'd like lose her hair. Well, yeah— She'd probably lose her, like, head, maybe. Nah, I think hair probably, would probably, probably out hair a little bit us. easier than the whole head coming off. Probably. But we were in, like, <laughs> fourth grade doing all that. But what you're talking about reminds me of those videos of the people going on, like, the slingshot ride. Yes. And people fuck with them. And they'll, they'll like, throw a bolt and be like, wait, hold up! And then they'll get shot immediately. Yep. Yeah, that would... I don't know if... It would freak me out in the moment for sure, but I don't know if it would really get me get me because of all the times I've seen it done.
0: I've I've seen the bungee jumping too where the they start to go and there there's no turning back and then the people up there are like wait 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 (laughs) wait like like something's not connected or something. And that's a fucked up thing to do. Uh, Yeah. You pull me back up, I'm kicking your ass if you do something like that. But then
1: the thing is that makes for a great story and probably you tell your friends about that, they'll be like, oh, that sounds awesome. But it's
0: got to ruin the buzz as it's happening, though. You don't enjoy it as much because you think, yeah, I'm about true. to die, and this is how I'm going to die. I'm about
1: to slam into a rock. Yeah, I'm about to pull a midsummer, <laughs>
0: <laughs> And somebody's going to come hit me with a hammer if I live. <laughs> yeah, they better not.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, it, at the very end, a lot of them had cheated death. I think it was three. Mm-hmm. And so they all... It's a freak accident. They all meet up on the same subway train across Mm. town. Coincidence. And so first she sees her sister, and they're talking. It's like, wow. And she was about to get off because she was kind of getting the bad feelings. Mm -hmm. So she sees her sister, and they hug, and the door shuts while they're hugging. So it's like, okay, let's sit down. And then they see Kevin, Mm. which was... Another person who's supposed to die. the, The other one who was supposed to die. And they're like... Wow,
0: what are you doing here? So the three who cheated death are on the same train.
1: Which is the 180 train, which the flight 180 that they referenced the entire time. Yep, you knew it was coming. And then she had the premonition of the train just... Yeah. Going off the tracks and breaking apart. And And everybody dying, including her. And so then it snaps back to reality, and she's, like, crying. And Kevin goes, Oh, shit, like, not again. Mm -hmm. And he sprint, like the lights are flickering and he sprints over to the, uh, like the brake pulley thing. Emergency it's not working. Yep. And then it just like shows main character's face and like defeat and then cuts to credits. But then you hear he was, like, like screaming. Yeah, you hear what sounds like a wreck. So You, you hear like the rest of the premonition or whatever, mm-hmm. or like the sounds of it. So we don't know if they all lived or died, but they all we're died. assuming they all
0: died. So have you ever had like a bad feeling about something yeah. and then not done it?
1: There was that one day where I had to drive to school and I was very convinced I was going to get in a wreck.
0: Hmm.
1: I don't remember if I got to stay home. I think I did. Really? But I, I don't know. I just, it overwhelmed me. And it could have just been anxiety. It could have just been the point I was in my life, how I would just feel weird about things sometimes. But I mean, whenever it was that strong, I couldn't help but think I needed to listen because there's some times where it's like, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm about to ride a really massive roller coaster. Yeah, I'm going to be a little bit scared. Yeah, there's... But then there's times I was crying. I was so scared. And it was just like I I couldn't do it to myself. And even if it was just bullshit, I gave myself too much anxiety about it to want to even follow through with actually driving there. Or maybe, maybe I did, and maybe you calmed me down because I don't think you had gone to work yet. And uh, then I went. I I can't remember how it went, but either way, I, I'm here.
0: <laughs> I just I just always assume it's like anxiety, so I usually fight through it. I, I think I can't really remember a time where I like was like, you know what? Um, I'm not gonna do this. I think I, I I tend to be somebody who feels like it's my brain not being my friend and mm-hmm. fucking with me, and so I feel like if I give in to it, then it can, it's just gonna get worse and happen more often. So I usually
1: fight through that shit. So for and me- I'm still here, bitches. <laughs> For me, I mean, I've seen uh, threads on Reddit and gone hours into them from, oh, what is like on Ask Reddit? What is a gut feeling you listened to that ended up being true or what gut feeling ended up saving your life? You can just sink hours into those reading them. Sure. And I I believe in gut feelings more than I believe in any other like superstition crap. Like I don't believe in ghosts that much alien is not aliens is not a superstition that's has to be a fact i believe I, it. I fully believe in not ray guns like destroy all humans type shit but i mean it's highly i feel like it's improbable for us to be the only ones I mean, in infinity
0: yeah our little solar system or whatever or our little galaxy is just a tiny little tiny 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 little freckle yeah of a galaxy <laughs> compared to all the other galaxies out there so to really believe that we're the only people or we're the only living beings
1: out there is no way.
0: It's ludicrous. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it is. So I don't count that as one. All right. Um, favorite parts? Man. I really enjoy the entire thing. <laughs> I had a great time watching this. Uh that doesn't mean that I'm gonna be looking to put more final destinations on our list in the future. I mean, you've seen one, you kind of seen them all. Uh, it just it's different yeah, ways of dying, and probably different like characters, Saw. yeah. And it's probably gonna get really bad. This one wasn't really bad. The acting wasn't great, but it wasn't really bad. It was good enough. It was good enough, yeah. I really liked this. Okay. I'm pleasantly surprised. I mean, I thought it was going to be a ride, but I- I'm going to go ahead and say- I- A roller coaster ride? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say the- pretty much the whole thing is really? my favorite part. Okay. And I guess the um, the Home Depot type Rube Goldberg was pretty entertaining to see a- the ghost forklift <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> driven by ghost tools. <laughs> right. I think my favorite part
0: was the beginning with the whole roller coaster thing. It was, yeah. it was her big premonition of what was going to happen. I think what really kind of got me is they're on the roller coaster, and you have those, those things that go down, mm-hmm. that, that like your head's in the middle, and they're kind of like holding you in. On your shoulders. And those things popped up on this roller coaster, and I can't that. imagine the feeling I would have if those things that are holding me in all of a sudden popped up. How fucking freaked out I'd be.
1: I would. So it was her and Kevin left in the uh, roller coaster, and his thing popped up, her thing popped up. She grabbed hers, and he he just kind of hunkers down in there and is holding her arm. It's like, no, 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 no. If I'm in that situation, I am snatching that thing, putting it back over me. I'm holding on to it as hard as I fucking can. But if you go
0: upside down, it's just going to flip up anyway, and you're just going to, I mean, it's not locked in.
1: I know, but <laughs> it's gonna keep me a little bit help. maybe it gives me something to hold on to. it probably gives you a false sense of security, which uh, maybe makes yeah. you feel better in the moment. but there's not too much to hold on to inside of the kind of roller coaster they were in, yeah, like the, the cars attached to cars attached to cars. there's no handles in there, really <laughs> but so next time you go on a roller coaster, is this gonna pop in your head? <laughs> yeah, for sure <laughs> I and mean, you never know there's always that one in but like in the beginning. Uh, one of the guys who ended up getting off, he was saying there's no need to be scared. It's like a one in 250 million chance for you to die on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there's still that chance. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bucket of chicken time. I really like the premise. And honestly, whoever put those someone's walking behind you songs in there <laughs> at the really good moments. I I don't know. But there's also, I really liked the scene where the pervert guy got killed by the engine. I'm going to just give it to the premise. The death is coming for all of you, and uh, I guess I'll have to add in a little bit of gravy because the Rube Goldbergs were not the premise, but <laughs> it's a bucket of chicken with a little bit of gravy for okay. that. sure. I think my bucket
0: of chicken, it's going to go to the gore. I thought the gore was done pretty well in this. Not
1: over the top, but convincing. I mean, sometimes a little over
0: the top. (laughs) The nail one is the only one. No. When the guy, toward the end, kind of got like cut in half and like part of his
1: body... um, By the falling thing? Yeah. At the festival? But
0: the gore was good.
1: It it was good. It
0: didn't gross me out or anything. Gore typically doesn't gross me out, but it It wasn't... It depends. It wasn't over (laughs) the top. It was... Yeah, I, I I enjoyed the gore. I thought that I thought the gore was pretty good.
1: Well, I'm, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it was I, done well. It looked pretty fucking realistic to me, anyway. Yeah, the midsummer gore kind of bothered me. Yes. Uh, the the two people who committed suicide. Well, one committed suicide, and the other got killed by a wooden mallet. That was very gross. Yeah. That was it hard. Was har- it was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. And that was one of the first times I really felt that I really been like that grossed out by it uh in this movie it was the nails through the back of the head like through her eyes and mouth and shit mm-hmm. and it connected her hand to her face because she was like she fell back and her hand went to her face to like block from something whatever oh that was in the noise she made that yeah that's what really bothered yeah me. that was good going. i, I would have been okay with if she hadn't done that uh, I'm surprised
0: your bucket of chicken didn't go to the boobs because there were some boobs in this and they showed them quite a bit. Well,
1: one of them was fake looking.
0: Yeah, those were absolutely fake.
1: Yeah, and on a girl who is only good at doing like '90s, early 2000s bitch characters. Yeah, huh. you got to make a living somehow. Like where they wear the uh, like just a shirt and then the the pink kind of not fuzzy fuzzy but kind of fuzzy tracksuit where it's the open jacket and then. The low-cut, same-matching, like, pink fuzzy pants. They'll say, like, juicy on the butt or whatever. (laughs) Fuck off. I'm glad that's gone. Yeah. (laughs) There for a while,
0: it was like, you had to do a lot of reading in public because there was all sorts of stuff on girls' butts. Besides juicy, I don't remember. Was it, like, princess or... Shit like that. There was all sorts of weird stuff. I I don't know. Justice? Did they do that? Maybe. They never did it for men. I never saw any (laughs) men with words on their butts. Hairy. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Flat. <laughs> hey. Flat and hairy.
1: That's me, right here. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's score time. Man, I was going to give it like a 75, but talking about it, I, I really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> like I always say, this this kind of movie does not deserve 100. Of course not. I'm not going to give it one for all you, you never fans fucking know. freaking out. But... Uh, I'm going to give it how I'm feeling, what I think it deserves, which I think is an 87. 87? I loved this shit, man. Wow. There's a movie I've seen a lot like this that I liked a lot that I should probably put on my list. I've talked to you about it before, and uh, it kind of has to do with some a cool premise as well. And I don't know. Movies like that just get me.
0: You know... I've said it before on here. There's some movies where the acting doesn't have to be great. There, yeah. There's some movies where the acting needs to be great in order for it to be a great told story or whatever. But there's movies like this. You're not watching it for the acting. You're watching it for the weird shit and the crazy stuff <laughs> that's going on. And, and you know, and that's okay. You know what? I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to give it an 80. See? Uh, it, wow. I, I picked really good. You know what? I was going to go lower too, but... Talking about it man well, just, it just brings out the magic. I I enjoyed it. I certainly didn't love it. Um but it was enjoyable for what it was. And so right now I'm feeling an 80. Uh, I'm kind of wishing I'd have said 77, but you know what? I'll uh, I'll own it. I said 80. I'll stick with 80.
1: Okay. I really enjoyed watching that. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't too I'm long. I'm really
0: happy with that. Yeah. There was one other funny part I wanted to touch on real quick. When, when the girls got in the tanning beds, they put in earbuds, and the song that came on was Roller Coaster, which yeah. was ironic, since they just narrowly escaped death on a roller coaster. Yeah. All right, anything else? No? Watch this. Yeah. You know what? Give it a try. If you don't mind a little bit of gore, watch it. Yeah, it wasn't over the top. Um, I, fuck, I enjoyed it enough to give it my bucket of chicken. It's not a great movie, and don't come back to us saying, ah, you fucking promised a great movie. No, 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 Just It could be enjoyable if it's your cup of tea yeah. or if you just want something a little bit different. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to episode number 37 of Movie Muggin'. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Movie Muggin'. Um, you can also email us at moviemuggin at gmail.com. Guys, our website, we're starting to fill up with some movies on there, obviously. yeah. You can go there and there's a list of movies that we've mugged in alphabetical order. So if there's a certain movie that you want to see if we've done, you can go there and and check. You know, if it starts with the letter B, scroll down to the letter B and it might be there, especially if it's Boogie Nights, because that might be the only one under letter B. (laughs) But guys, check it out. There's also a link if you want to ask us a question or if you would like to suggest a movie. We like questions and we like
1: suggestions. Um, we like some questions yeah
0: now you know what any question we will answer any question that you ask I-, I would probably say yeah we will too we absolutely will guys again thanks for tuning in we love you and uh, have a movie mugging day yep bye there is someone <laughs> oh shit guys I just had a fucking premonition so before you go um, it includes death and destruction and you oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck um, so oh fuck um Guys, you got to believe me. When you get in your car, don't.
1: (laughs) I'll beat your ass.